amazing seeing God work through this worship band over the last few years, really, uh, within our student ministry and our church. And reflecting on how I've seen God work through this band and in our youth group, uh, I want to share three biblical principles when it comes to perseverance through challenges. The first one is perseverance happens in community. Perseverance happens in community. We often look through challenges in our life, challenges that we put on ourselves, uh, ones that we want to try to tackle, a, a new goal, a new challenge that we put out for ourselves, and we often think that we can do it on our own, that we can tackle the uh, challenge we have in front of us, that we have to pick ourselves up from our bootstraps. The funny thing about that phrase, pick yourself up by your bootstraps, is if you know anything about bootstraps, it's literally impossible to do. You cannot do it by how it is engineered. So it's funny that in our culture, we say a phrase that, if, you're, if you look into the depth of the phrase, is impossible to do. So when we think, well, we just have to do it on our own, we have to pick ourselves up by our own bootstraps, uh, we are telling ourselves we can't do it on our own. We need other people. And when I saw God working initially within this group, in that first phase that they talked about, where they had this idea, happened at this book, and uh, they started talking about, dreaming about what this would be. It took a while to get to an actual band practice uh, and actually see the idea come to fruition and start moving forward. But it was because they were in community and keeping each other accountable, keep talking about this idea and saying, hey, let's keep moving forward with this. Even though it took a while, it took a few months, it finally came to be. And when we think about the importance of community, uh, we see many examples in the Bible about uh, the, the need for community in our lives to persevere through challenges. We see the Apostle Paul, uh, when he had the challenge of going out and reaching the Gentiles, uh, going out to new lands uh, away from his comfort zone uh, to go reach people that had never heard Jesus before. He didn't do that on his own. He did that with other people surrounding him, with Timothy, with Titus, with a network of people that he was creating as he went along. And it was because of that, he was able to continue to persevere because he had other people keeping him accountable, encouraging him, and moving him forward in the goal that he had set forward. We also think of Jesus. We think that, oh wow, Jesus is God, he could just, you know, persevere through anything. We think of the last hours of Jesus' life. We think of Last Supper, the Garden of Gethsemane, and him after taking the cross. We see all of those instances happening in community. The Last Supper, the hours before he was uh, crucified, he was surrounding himself with his friends. When he went to the garden, he took people with him. And yes, he went to go pray with God alone, but he was still doing this in community. And then we even think of him carrying the cross he had Simon Cyrene help him carry the cross. We need others. We need people in our lives to persevere to community. We are not meant to do life alone. And when I looked at how God was working in through this band, uh, I saw that biblical principle very evident and why I think we've seen fruit from that um, group and from the band and from our youth group. The second big biblical principle uh, is Balancing our personal responsibility with 
comes to persevering through challenges. And I love this verse from the first Colossians. First Colossians. Colossians, excuse me. Uh, Colossians 129. I'll put that verse on the screen. Uh, it says this. I love how Paul uh, balances personal responsibility with God himself. He says, to this end, I strenuously contend. And he's using all of his energy. He's strenuously contending for the goal that he's seeing So we see this blending together, this merging of Paul sensing that he is using every ounce of his own energy towards the goal. But he also recognizes and knows that it is God also in him giving him strength and power to move forward. And this is where sometimes we can fall into traps either on either extremes. We can say, okay, well, it's all on us. Good thing. It could just be a, a new territory that you're moving into. 
never have been to before. Or maybe you know that change that will come will mean lifestyle changes for you. That you have to uh, wake up earlier to get this done. Uh, I am not a morning person, and uh, so you know, waking up early uh, to get stuff done uh, that would be hard. You know, I, I, that'd be hard for me to embrace my change. Uh, but all of these perseverings or challenges means that change is going to have to come. Uh, and we saw that in stage in our band this past year. In the band, we saw, as they said, grow, which growth is a good thing. Uh, within bands, within churches, within organizations, growth is a good thing. But it brings its own problems. Right? You have to figure out, okay, a new system, a new way of doing things within uh, our band and within whatever structure you're operating in. And so that can disrupt maybe some of the cozy feelings that you had in the prior uh, system or organization that you had. You have to move into this change that you feel God leading you to and opening up those doors. You have to embrace it. Uh, we see this over and over again with God and with the Bible. We see God constantly challenging people to move into uh, spaces outside of our comfort zone. Right? We see that with Paul. We see the Holy Spirit prompting people all through the New Testament to get outside their comfort zone and embrace that change. Actually, it really isn't getting outside of our comfort zone. It's just moving into a new comfort zone. A comfort zone of not being comfortable. <laughs> it's just the new norm, right? Of moving out into those new spaces. And it can be a bumpy ride. It can be a bumpy ride. It's been a little bit of a bumpy ride for our group. We're back and forth. Like, hey, like, wow, this is just a lot. We had to bring on Carol Bainer here uh, to help us. She's doing a great job with, with helping us. Because uh, I'm, I'm just a drummer. I, it's a miracle that the band started. I don't know. Look at music. Uh, I, I know how to drum uh, a drum set, uh, but they're like, is this in tune? I'm like, I have no idea. Like, you know, so it's, it's amazing. I mean, only really God can do this. So when we saw the band growing, I'm like, I, I need help. I need help to, to get this uh, group. Uh, when they ask me questions, I can defer to someone that actually knows music. Um, and so uh, that was a change that we had to embrace, though, uh, of, of bringing in someone else that uh, would help with our band, new systems, new structures. Uh, that would help us move forward. And we embrace even more change. More change, because that's going to essentially, that will eventually move into a new rhythm that our group will get comfortable with. And we can, if we uh, settle with it, just think this is the new norm, right? That this is what it is. And we, we couldn't grow anymore. But we want to be open to what God has in store for us. It could shrink. It could grow. It could stay the same. We want to be able to be open to that change of how God needs to keep moving in our group and never just get comfortable with a certain season that our group is in. And so these are some of the principles that we saw within our band that I think are so important not only to uh, our lives, but within the band, but also to our congregation, to our church, to our Christian lives, about some things that you may be going through in your own life when it comes to challenges, challenges that you have to persevere through. And as we've gone through challenges, not only in our band, but in our youth group this past year, uh, we've seen God continue to bless our student ministry. Uh, and it, it's been a little bit of a, a bumpy road. We had a big senior class leave uh, two summers ago, but it was a full year without that class being in our youth group. There were various local leaders. It was a bigger group. Uh, and so we had a little bit of a, a, a vacuum of leadership for a few 
months, but it was like, uh, okay, how is this going to move forward? Uh, and uh, through God working through the group, through balancing that personal responsibility and God working through our group, uh, we can see through God uh, not only bring miracle growth, but spiritual growth in our group. Uh, we've seen teens uh, baptized this past year. Uh, we have three teens baptized at the Party Seniors Bible Conference over the summer. Uh, and that was a great step in their faith to make that next move towards more commitment in their life to Christ. And that was an amazing thing to see uh, in our teens that they want to keep moving forward in their life with Jesus. Uh, we have other people signed up to be baptized, and we're looking forward to that. We saw over the summer teens serving, uh, not only in Pittsburgh, but in our community uh, throughout the school year. Uh, we want to keep developing the heart of service within our student ministry. Uh, the mission trips that we do in the summer are great. We usually go to Pittsburgh uh, to help uh, send clothing and different items to people in need across the world. Uh, but we want to keep focusing on our own community here uh, in the Georgetown area. And so this past uh, fall, we went over to an organization in Douglasville called Fostering Hope. It's a brand new nonprofit organization that opened up, and they're an organization that helps provide clothing and items to foster families in need. Uh, and so and we went over there and really helped them switch over their winter or their summer clothing with their winter clothing. Uh, and so we want to keep developing that kind of service and service-based part within our teams uh, and in our student ministry uh, all throughout the school year. Those are those different opportunities that we do. We also have a lot of fun within our student ministry. Uh, we do an all-nighter uh, that I'm feeling more and more as I get older and older. Uh, so... Uh, but uh, it's still great. It's still lots of fun. I love all nighters. It's not that Baptist actually do all nighters. Uh, but uh, we have a great time with that. And we plan really highly relational events towards the beginning of the school year. We see that teens are very heightened in their uh, sense for relationships as the school year starts. Uh, they should be. They're looking for friends. You know, what are they going to say at the lunch table? You know, who, who's going to be their new friend group? Uh, what clubs and sports are they getting involved in? They're meeting all new, new people. So we're going to lean into that as the school year starts. And so we've got a lot of relational, uh, great, a lot of relational and a lot of time together in those relational events as the school year begins. Um, so that's a lot of fun uh, that we do uh, in our student ministry. We do a lot of other fun things uh, with that. But overall, we try to uh, just keep the main thing the main thing, uh, which is uh, having teams grow in a relationship with Jesus and keeping Jesus number one in our student ministry. We've made a shift this year to getting deeper into God's Word uh, in our series, uh, and we continue to emphasize uh, the relationship with Jesus in the teens' lives. And we believe as we continue to kind of keep the main thing the main thing, uh, that teens will grow, uh, and our student ministry will grow, not just numerically, as over the years, we put too much weight on that, we put a lot more weight on the spiritual growth of the students. We believe that keeping those things in the main focus of their lives will help them grow in their relationship with Jesus. That they will be able to uh, have their eyes opened by Jesus, by God, to elevate their lives to a higher purpose. We want them to see that God is calling them to more than just a professional good-paying job. We don't want them to see that life is just about money, 
It's not just about relationships and getting married and love. It's not just about fame and fortune. Uh, it's not about all these things. There's a higher calling that God calls on our lives. And if we have teens catch that vision for their life, uh, we feel that uh, we're setting them up for success as they move out into uh, college, professional, 